Hey everybody, Max Kevin here. It's Live Cute Podcast. It's not too long. Well, I'm just uh, just enjoying my Saturday morning koofies here. Over here in Japan, Saturday morning. There's a typhoon coming. Or something. It's fucking, it's fucking rainy, man. It's hot, it's hot and rainy. It's a hot sauna. Just enjoying my morning, Saturday morning cold brew koofies on a hot sauna, sauna day over here in Japan. We got typhoons. We got sushi. Uh, what else? We got the Olympics. We got the. You've been watching. You've been watching the Olympics there. I'm watching the karate there. I'm watching the karate Olympics. You know, you know it's a it's a martial art karate, or as it's pronounced in uh, Japanese, karate, which means empty hand, as in you don't have a weapon, as in yo yo bro, your hands empty. Where's your gun? Oh, you don't have a gun? You don't have a knife? You don't have shit? Alright, alright, let's learn how to punch dudes with your empty hand. You should probably buy a gun, though. You should probably buy a gun, though. You know, so anyway, uh, they're doing karate over here in the Olympics. I don't know if you guys have been watching that. It's pretty much, it's like the UFC. It's a lot like the UFC. Except there's no wrestling, no jujitsu. It's just basic. it's just only karate. You know, it's just striking. And all, it's it's pretty much exactly the same as the UFC, except in the karate, when you hit a guy, you have to yell really loud, you know? When you when you make contact with the other guy, you have to go, you know? because otherwise they wouldn't know if you hit the guy, you know? Because like in the UFC, in the UFC, they know you hit the guy because the other guy gets knocked out, you know? But uh, in Olympic karate, they don't, no one knows if you actually made contact. Unless you, unless you yell really loud, I think that's pretty much the only. But besides that, it's pretty much exactly the same, except they don't. <laughs> All these guys like they don't, they don't hit that hard. I guess you know they're just trying to score points. They're trying to score hits. And it's not you know, and you're trying to make contact. It's like every time, every time they make contact, they're like, Wah! it's like, all right, dude, how about you just, you don't have to scream every time. Just, just hit the guy. You know, we can see it. Hey, you want to join the UFC? Probably not. Probably not, because all you do is karate, and you just scream every time you hit the guy, you know? Yeah, there was this German guy uh, doing the karate last night. His name was uh, Noah Bitch. That was his real name, Noah Bitch. And he was acting like a little bitch. Uh, I guess... That's as far as I can take that joke. You know what? Let's talk about the UFC. We got the UFC tomorrow. You know, that's why you guys tune into this podcast pretty much, you know? Because it's fucking boring. Other, You know? You just want to know how to bet on the UFC, so... We got a big fight. We got a big fight. We got some big fights tomorrow. UFC 265, big fights. Fat boy fights. Little boy fights. Old girl fight. Old woman fights. And, of course, Song Yedong. Song Yedong's fighting. The Chinese penis. Song Yedong. Um, anyway, of course, uh, you know, there's controversy in this, uh, this heavyweight fight because they made an interim belt, which is pretty stupid, you know, because, uh, it's not, Ngannou is, he's not, I don't know what he's doing, he's, I think he didn't, didn't want to pay him enough, you know, so he didn't feel like fighting, you know, so like, okay, we'll make an interim belt, it's like, uh, I don't know about that one, I don't know about that one, you know, so anyway, we got cereal gains, cereal Captain Crunch gains, cereal Lucky Charms gains. Cereal Honey Bunches of Oats gains. Cereal Frosted Flakes gains versus Derek the Black Beast Lewis. You know, of course, um, 
Uh, Derek Lewis got that one punch power, you know. But that's pretty much it. He's got he's got one punch power. He's got flying knees. That's pretty much it, you know. I think uh, Serial Gain's gonna take this one. I don't think. I mean, Serial Gain's he's he's like the he's like the he's like the next evolution of the heavyweight fighters, you know. You know, every generation, like the guys this generation could beat the shit out of the guys ten years ago, no problem. You know, they just keep getting better and better. You know, and he's like, Serial Gain's is just. He's just a huge fucking dude, you know? And he's he's a really good martial artist, too, you know? He's really... If we think about the heavyweight fighters that are good martial artists, there aren't... None of them are really that good. Like, like, uh... You know, Stipe, he's a good boxer and good wrestler. It's pretty good, you know? Uh, Nganu is a terrible martial artist. Uh, then, of course, we got, uh... We got Volkov, who's a good striker, you know? We got, uh... Curtis Blades, who's a good wrestler, but that's pretty much it. His, yeah, Curtis Blades, man, I, he could be, you know, he he has the he has the athleticism and the wrestling, but it's just uh, I don't know. He just can't he just can't he just can't piece it together, you know. He's I don't know. He always I don't know I don't know. We'll see what happens with him. But anyway, Cyril Gaines, he's coming up, you know, and he's he's got the whole picture. He's got the striking. He's got the wrestling. He's got the jujitsu. He's got the athleticism. You know, he's he's a he's a full. He's a he's a full bowl of cereal with the with milk, you know, with with cream, you know. It's like he, he's eating. It's like eating Captain Crunch with cream. That's cereal gains over here. Derek Lewis, he's just got that right hand, you know. So and the flying knees, the dirty flying knees. And uh, you know, cereal gain. He pretty much he just he just shut down. Uh, he shut down that other dude. What was that guy's name? Uh, can't think of it. I can't think of it right now. The guy that exploded, exploded over Reem's face. Uh, they called out, and then he called out Nganu, and he got knocked out by Nganu. Oh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Let me look here. This is bothering. This is bothering me. Oh, there we go. Jarzino Rosenstruik. Rosenstreak. Rosenstruik. Rosenbrownstreak in my pants. Yeah, he just shut him down, dude, for five minutes. And Rosenstreak kind of has the same style as Derek Lewis. Just kind of uh, looking for that. That punch and power, you know? And he just shut him down, you know? Totally shut him down. Just kept the distance. And of course, Volkov. I mean, he, he he shut down he shut down Volkov, too. I mean, he out he outstruck Volkov. Volkov's probably the best striker in uh, in the heavyweight division. And he just shut him down, too. So, I don't know. I think uh, I think Cyril Gaines going to fight this. He's fight smart, too, you know? He isn't, he isn't going... He's not stupid, you know? So I think he's just gonna totally sh keep stay keep the distance. He's not even gonna get close. I don't think he's gonna get close, to Derek Lewis. He's just gonna keep the distance. Win a striking match, maybe maybe win by decision. But uh, yeah, his clinch game is is He does the dirty knees and the clinch too. I think I don't I don't think Derek Lewis has anything for him. But of course, Derek Lewis, he could just get a lucky punch. You know, there's always that chance. There's always that chance Derek Lewis get the lucky punch. That's why I mean that's why we're watching, right? That's why we're watching, you know. And of course I'm cheering for Derek Lewis. Everybody loves him, right? You know. Everybody loves him because he's a little fat boy. He's a little fat boy, which is with a with a one one punch power, you know. So uh, I'm pretty sure Serial Gain's gonna take this one, but I'm rooting for Derek Lewis. Come on, come on, fat boy. Knock him out. Knock him out. Knock him out. Of course, uh, then we got uh, Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munoz, and uh, I think Jose is going to take that one. 
they're both the same age there, you know. I was thinking if Pedro Munoz was younger, he might have a better chance there, but I think, uh, I think Jose is just, uh, Jose, he's just really fucking good. It's, and he, you know, he lost, he lost his, his, his fight against Yan, the, the, the Russian, Yan, was that his last? Yeah, and then he beat Marlon Vera, yeah, and he looked good against Marlon Vera, he looked good against Yan until he lost, you know. And, uh, yeah, he's still good. He's still good. And Pedro Munoz, I don't know, man. I mean, his last win was against, uh, Cody Garbrandt. His last one was against Cody Garbrandt when, uh, Cody Garbrandt just fucking saw red, dude. Just fucking saw red and started throwing down, dude. Fucking throw down, dude. I saw red. And then he lost to, Ster he lost to Aljamain Sterling, and then he lost to Frankie Edgar, you know, so... I don't know. I think uh, I think Jose's gonna take that one. I think Jose's gonna take that one. He's just got he's just a better all around fighter, you know. Now, of course, we've got uh, Michael Chiesa versus Luke. I think uh, I think Luke is gonna take that one. Luke has been looking real good. You know, he's just getting better and better, and he's entering his prime. You know, he's only twenty nine years old. You know. I think his last loss was to Wonder Boy, and that was when he, you know I think he was only twenty seven in that one, so he's still. Still not in his in his in his prime, you know, and and then the way he beat Tyron, what he just destroyed Tyron Woodley. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Luke has just been looking good. I think he's he's gonna be a fucking he's gonna be a contender in the division, dude. People need to give him respect, dude. They don't give him any respect, dude. I think they need to give him some respect. Ah. He's gonna be a contender in the division, dude. And of course, uh, Michael Michael Chiesa. He's uh, you know, he's thirty three. He's I don't know. He's just older. Let's see. He beat Dos Santos in decision. Yeah. He beat Diego Sanchez. Yeah. He hasn't really. He lost to Carlos Conduit. That was three years ago though. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I think Luque's uh, it's it's Luque's time. It's Luque's time. He's gonna take it. And of course, then we got the girl fight. We got the girl fight. Girl fight, Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill. And uh, Angela Hill's 36 years old, so um, I'm going with Tisha Torres. And she seems, to, she seems to have fought better opponents. Then, of course, we got Song and Dong versus Casey Kenny. I don't really know anything about Casey Kenny. Of course, everyone loves Song and Dong. Song and Dong is only 23. I feel like he needs a couple more years to train his martial arts because he's just he doesn't have the cardio there. He's a good striker, but he doesn't... his his wrestling, it's just his wrestling and ground game is just terrible. So um, I don't know. I don't know about Casey Kenny. He lost to Dominic Cruz. Oh, is that who that was? Anyway, uh, I think Casey Kenny probably take this one. Even though they're trying to, if it goes to the decision, they'll give it to Zhang Yidong because they're trying to pump him up for the China, for the Chinese audience. You know, and of course his name's Yidong. So. Uh, no matter what happens during that fight, I'm pretty sure the announcers are going to say Yadong as many times as possible. Like, Yadong's on the ground. Yadong is giving it to him in the face. Yadong is coming all over your... You know, anyway. Um, so anyway, I uh, I did a parlay. I did a parlay. Four-way parlay. Ten bucks. Antisha Torres, Luque, Aldo, and Serial Gains to win 65. I mean, that's a, that's a four... That's a, that's a tough parlay there, you know? And, uh... Then I also did some straight bets to uh, 
in case my parlay doesn't work out. In case Derek Lewis gets a lucky punch there. Put 10 bucks on Aldo, 10 bucks on Luque, 10 bucks on Tisha Torres. So hopefully those win, you know. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good in uh in the UFC. My UFC betting, you know, I'm up uh I'm up like 75%. You know, from my initial uh, my initial deposit, I'm up 75%. No big deal. No big deal. It's, it's a lot better than my stock market gains, god damn it. Oh god damn it. Oh god, I'm oh god. I'm so fucking I'm so fu- anytime I think about the stock market, I just get blood red irate. I just get so fucking angry. Actually, it's so goddamn angry. So goddamn blood red irate. You know, of course, this week, the uh, the jobs numbers came out. Stock market. On Wednesday, the private sector jobs, jobs numbers came out. And um, they expected 600,000 jobs, and uh, the actual number was 300,000. So it missed by 50%, which is fucking insane, you know? And as soon as that came out, uh, gold and silver started, they started bulking up, dude. They started bulking up. They're like, oh, it was a 50% miss. I mean, I mean, maybe like there'd be like a 10% miss, you know, but a 50% miss. They thought there was going to be 600,000 private sector jobs. There's only 300,000. I mean, that, that is a huge fucking miss. Like how, how the fuck did everyone get that so wrong? It was a huge miss. You know, so anyway, when that happened, you know, gold and silver started bulking up, dude, fucking bulking up. They're bulking, dude. Fucking creatine, fucking protein, fucking acylacine, fucking leucine, dude. We're fucking bulking up, dude. Let's get some fucking steroids, dude. Okay, and then uh, they they reach their they reach their ceilings, you know, and um, you know they reach their technical ceilings, like so for the past ever since gold took a dump uh, in June. Uh, uh, the trading ceiling has been about eighteen thirty, right? So right when it hits that trading ceiling, eighteen thirty, uh, someone for the Federal Reserve says, "Oh yeah, we 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 were gonna raise, we might raise rates twenty 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 three, probably maybe I don't know, two years from now we'll probably raise rates." And then they just took a diary dump, and they lost all of their gains. They lost all of their gains in fucking thirty minutes that they had just accumulated over the past two hours, because. Uh, some fucking person at the Fed said, oh, yeah, we'll raise rates in two years. Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. Everything's going to be fine. There's no inflation. We'll, we'll be able to raise rates two years from now. There's no reason to buy gold. Didn't, you don't have to buy that stuff. Didn't know everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Which, uh, which is obviously fucking bullshit. It's obviously fucking bullshit. There's no way they can fucking raise rates because if they raise rates, the whole economy will collapse. Yeah. And, uh... It was happening even before COVID, you know. The, uh, they tried to raise rates from 2015 to 2018, and they had to stop because the economy was collapsing. So they uh, stopped raising rates. And, um, yeah, and now they don't even have to do it. They just fucking say they will do it two years from now, and, and the market reacts. And I don't know I don't know if it's just the fucking algorithms that are trading <laughs> on this or, or if it's like a, a conspiracy where all these banks are, are simultaneously... Like dumping, dumping their their future contracts at the exact time. This person says this, like they coordinate, you know, to make that their reason. But it's just fucking bullshit. And because the data, you know, on Wednesday, gold and silver were broken up because of the data, you know, because of the actual real world data. They're going up, 
and then someone says something that's a fucking lie that's not possible, and they go down. So basically, this is, this is the market we're in right now. The actual real-world data is of no consequence, and what is of consequence is lies that people tell that about two about what they're gonna do two fucking years in the future. You know. So anyway, um, that was uh, that was uh, that was making me blood red irate because it just doesn't make any fucking sense. And of course, on Friday the um, the non-farm payrolls come out, so that 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 includes the uh, public sector jobs. So of course I was I was thinking uh, the public sector jobs they would probably miss too you know if the private sector jobs missed by fifty percent which is a huge fucking miss I mean the the private sec- the public sector jobs those are probably that's probably begin missed too right because the economy it's just one economy you know you can't have one sector decline or or miss estimates by fifty percent and the other one you know not miss so the uh, projection was uh, eight hundred thousand and the actual number was nine hundred thousand so. So the public sector jobs uh, increased 15% more than projections, right? So private sector jobs missed estimates by 50%, and public sector jobs were bigger than estimates by 15%. How does that make any fucking sense anyway? How can their estimates by how many jobs in the public and private sector be be so fucking wrong? How can one, how can one be so wrong and the other one <laughs> go the in completely opposite direction? It doesn't make any goddamn sense, you know, so... Anyway, uh, Gold and Silver took another giant diarrhea dump on Friday with that news because people think, people think if they're, you know, the Fed keeps saying that um, they they can't raise rates, we're not going to raise rates or taper until until the job numbers look good, which is another fucking lie too because that that's just what they're saying because they can never taper, they can never taper, and they can never stop printing money, they can never raise rates, but they they need an excuse every time, so everyone's convinced right now it's like, oh okay, it's the unemployment. As soon as the unemployment numbers go down, they'll stop. But that's a fucking lie. But anyway, it doesn't matter because people trade on that belief, you know. So, so good numbers came out. So people think that uh, the Fed will raise rates and taper. So you know, gold and silver took another giant diarrhea dump on Friday, which is just—it's just fucking insane. I don't understand. I don't understand why why people believe what the Fed says. And it and another thing too, it's like right now the gold prices. They're, they're behaving in a way that they have never behaved before in history, right? Like from 2003 to 2008, gold went from $300 to $800. This was because the Federal Reserve lowered interest rates, right? And there was the war spending, right, from Iraq, right? Oh, that was that was a whole $1 trillion they spent on Iraq, you know? Fucking, they throw around $1 trillion right now like it's a fucking, I don't know, something that you throw around like a goddamn baseball, you know? But, uh... You know, they they weren't even doing uh, quantitative easing. The Federal Reserve wasn't even doing quantitative easing, which is where they buy they buy government bonds and they buy mortgage-backed securities, right? That started after 2008. But from 2003 to 2008, they weren't even doing that. All that happened was they lowered interest rates, right? They lowered interest rates, and there was increased spending from the Iraq War, right? And that, that cost gold, gold to go from 300 to 800 in five years, right? And then, of course... Uh, in 2008, it went down with the market, but then from 2009 to 2013, right, the Federal Reserve continued those lower interest rates and also started quantitative easing, which is where they were buying bonds and mortgage-backed securities, and gold went from 1800 to 1900 right? I think it, I think the highest that was ever traded was 2000, $2,016 or something like that, right? So gold doubled in price, right? So, so from 2003 to 2008, gold almost tripled in price, and then from 2009 to 2013, gold almost doubled in price, right? 
And right, right now, from 2020 to 2021, they're doing the exact same thing that they did from those time periods. Their interest rates are near zero, and they're printing a cosmic fuck ton of money. It's the exact same thing that happened after 2008 and, and from 2003 2008. And yet, gold, prices, gold and silver prices are going down. This is the only fucking time in history that that's happened. It, it just it doesn't make any goddamn sense. God, what the, what the fuck is going on? Anyway, uh, so I'm just a little blood redder. Blood redder it about that. About that. And, um... You know, it's, uh, it's very upsetting because uh, I know eventually there's going to be a giant fucking collapse and gold and silver are going to skyrocket. But the um, problem is uh, I've already lost all my money. I've already, all my money's fucking gone. And uh, all my fucking life savings all fucking gone. Well, that's not true. I still have, I still have a couple trades that expire in uh, January. So uh, if gold and silver doesn't... Uh, but that, that's another thing. You know, if gold and silver skyrocket by January, I'm just going to break even. You know, all the gains that I make will allow me to break even, you know? It's just so fucking frustrating because I, I know I'm right. I'm, <laughs> I know it's going to happen and I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to be no better off, you know? I'm, I'm going to be worse off. I'm, you know, the super inflation is going to happen. I'm not going to have any money. I'm not going to have any money anyway. It's, it's, oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, you know, besides that, everything's good. Besides that, besides uh, losing all my money despite being right, uh... Everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good, you know. Oh, God. Um, anyway. Anyway. Thanks for listening to me complain, you know. Thanks for, uh... Thanks for supporting. Thanks for supporting me. Thanks for supporting me. Oh, this is a long fucking podcast. You know, anyway, thanks for listening. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow.